Friends, we now live in a very dangerous world. The unthinkable could happen any day now. When it does, get ready for massive food shortages to happen quickly. That means the smart thing to do is to prepare for the worst now. You need emergency food to get you through whatever happens next. We highly recommend My Patriot Supply, America's largest emergency preparedness company. Act quickly and you'll save $150 off their essential three-month emergency food kit, which contains an abundance of delicious food that provides more than 2,000 calories a day. You get breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, three whole months worth per person. This is something every American family will soon need. Your shipment will ship quickly in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $150 on every three-month food kit. But do it now. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Don't be a victim. Survive what's coming and avoid government food lines. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. In Davos, Switzerland, Klaus Schwab and his fellow wannabe tyrants have come out into the open as the arbiters of world government. They are openly calling for world war and the end of national sovereignty. And they openly acknowledge that they must move quickly to be victorious. Many are celebrating the fact that the people of Sri Lanka are rising up against their corrupt politicians, burning their homes and destroying city property. But this is nothing to celebrate. This is exactly what the World Economic Forum is hoping for. They want governments to be destroyed and the people to lose all faith in the nation-state. Their plan is to starve the people into destroying their own governments so they can act as saviors. It is important for Americans to realize that the current administration is not failing at all. They are accomplishing exactly what they set out to do. They did not steal the 2020 election to secure power. They did it to destroy America and destabilize the entire system. And they are rapidly succeeding. The voices calling for violence are as ignorant and mad as they sound. Violence towards who? How will you organize? And who are you going to fight? Your brainwashed sheep neighbors? That is exactly what the globalists want you to do. And if your plan is to wait until they come to your door, then you'll just be a dangerous animal in a cave on someone else's private property. But there are solutions. For example, before passing in March of 2022, the great Jordan Maxwell's last project was to save America from global governance with America 21. America 21's mission is to gut the system of globalist interference and reclaim all of America by 2025 so that we can rebuild our agriculture, production, and energy and become a self-sufficient nation that serves the people. America 21 is calling for a complete withdrawal from all treaties and influences of the United Nations and World Economic Forum. Washington, D.C. is just a symbol of our old corrupt federal government. The new world leaders are living abroad, and the only way they can control us is through the compliance of our local governments. According to America 21, your focus needs to be where you live, in your county and city. Global governance ultimately depends on your county being taken over. This is where you need to resist now. This is how the United Nations and the globalists have been doing it, and it's the only way to properly reverse it. 
America 21 has been having success in Montana, and they freely share their working model and support at America21Century.com, such as learning what language to look for in your local governments to detect UN initiatives and protocols being deployed by your local officials. Keywords such as 2030, sustainable development, and carbon neutral. Your local officials have to live with you, and in most cases, will prefer to keep their jobs. Our voting system may be broken, but our elected officials still work for us. And if enough of us come together, we can put the pressure on them to renounce global governance and to serve the will of the people. This is the law of the land. It really is just that simple. But we have to come together and get active. Americans have a choice. We can either take action to purge the system of corrupt politicians and their thugs, or we can stop complaining about them and be good slaves. Hi, Steve here. There are many voices in this world all crying out with the facts of what's really going on, and yet there are still so many ignorant people. So many still don't have a clue. Even many Christians are completely oblivious to what's really going on. Why? Because they don't know what the Bible says about the last days. They don't understand that almost everything we see going on around us is nothing more than an effort by the devil and his minions to distract and divert our attention away from what's really ahead. It's the young generation, like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, half of this government, are actually young noble leaders of the world. We penetrate the cabinets. The change is not just happening. The change can be shaped by us. We have to prepare for a more angry world. How to prepare? takes the necessary action to create a fairer world. I see the need for a great reset. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had and everything will be normal again. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. There is only one way this pandemic is going to go. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. The next crisis is already waiting for us around the corner, and it is the climate crisis. These people are motivated by a deep hatred of humanity. I hear naive and ignorant Christians say, well, the Bible's going to be fulfilled, so whatever's going to happen, you know, it's just going to happen, and we should just go along and let it happen. We'll just stay out of sight as much as we can, and comply with as much as we can, and then when it comes to having to take the mark of the beast, we'll say no. You're deceiving yourself if that's your attitude. If you refuse to stand up against the tyranny and the evil that's going on right now, you won't stand against it when things get really hard. I hear pastors teach things that are taken out of context or not scripturally sound, but they're still standing against the tyranny and the evil, so I don't have time to argue or debate with them on these other issues because they're not as important as standing against the evil right now. It's sad that I see many pastors in this country who refuse to stand up against tyranny, but it's because they don't understand where we're at in the timetable of God's plan. Many of them either don't know the Bible or they were never called to be a pastor anyway, so 
They don't teach the truth and the reality of what the early church taught. Churches with their big, huge budgets, because they have so many people on their staff and such a big financial nut to crack every month, spend a lot of time talking to their members about how they'll be so blessed and get back so much from God if they just give and give and give. And they love to use the word tithe when that is not even a new covenant practice. They base their whole doctrine that the church should still be giving a tenth of their money consistently on this one section of scripture. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high. And he blessed him, Abraham that is, and he said, blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tenth of all, all the surplus of the spoils that he brought back. This was never a command. Later on, Israel was commanded to bring a tithe into the storehouses to support their Levi priests. The priests never paid a tithe, but only the people of Israel. And they always quote Malachi chapter 3 about robbing God in tithes and offerings. This was the old covenant and was directed to the Jews. But then God said he was going to do a new thing and make a new covenant. And there is nowhere in the New Testament where you can find anything ever mentioned about giving a tithe to your church. As far as giving, we're at liberty to give as much as we want to. If you attend a church that's teaching the Word of God by a man who's led by the Holy Spirit and the fruit of his life is evidence of that, then you should support the church you attend. The same churches that teach the tithe belongs to the Lord, the only thing they can ever use to back up their doctrine is Old Testament prophets and Old Testament scriptures because they can't use the New Testament or the New Covenant scriptures to back up that claim as fact. Even the prophet Jeremiah said, look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. This one will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors on the day I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, even though I am their master, the Lord's declaration. Instead, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days the Lord's declaration. I will put my teaching within them and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will one teach his neighbor or his brother saying, know the Lord for they will all know me from the least to the greatest of them. This is the Lord's declaration for I will forgive their iniquity and never again remember their sin. The writer of Hebrews in the New Testament said, now the main point of what is being said is this, we have this kind of high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and the true tabernacle that was set up by the Lord and not man. By saying a new covenant, he has declared that the first is obsolete and what is obsolete and growing old is about to pass away. In the early church, we see the evidence of something we don't see too much in the church today. It's called reality. It's called facing the truth of being a Christian. In the book of Acts, we read, some Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and when they won over the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, thinking he was dead. After the disciples gathered around him, 
he got up and went into the town. The next day, he left with Barnabas for Derby, And after they'd preached the gospel in that town and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, to Iconium, and to Antioch, strengthening the disciples by encouraging them to continue in the faith and by telling them, it is necessary to go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. The world needs to hear the real gospel. Christians today are passive and don't want to be involved while the world and their families are being destroyed right before their eyes. Even Jesus told us, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. These globalists have an agenda and their goal is to prepare the world for the Antichrist. COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. We want to stop this epidemic. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We now see mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Embedded in his hand is a microchip that serves as his keys, his ID, and his wallet. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet, Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What what is our medical condition? In a matter of seconds, the chip is inserted. The transformation is complete. When scanned, all of a person's information about their vaccination status is shown on a reader or phone. Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the the power to re-engineer life. Humans are now hackable animals. You will own nothing, and you will be happy. I think that fake news have been with us for thousands of years. Um, Just think of the Bible. You know, the the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. They may believe they'll be one of the rulers when the Antichrist comes on the scene and they'll have a place in this great new world order. But in reality, there's only room for one ruler and it won't be them. Now is the time to stand up against all tyranny and evil and remove your children from the public school systems. 
even though it will be an extreme challenge, maybe even a hardship for you. But you have to decide, are your children worth it? We must devote our lives to both retaking what institutions we can and creating alternatives for the institutions we can't. It's not enough to just talk about how the lawless have ruined everything. Of course they have. They're like cancer. But we must provide for them the thing they have taken away, hope for the future. We can have the world that the liberal criminal regime has destroyed, a world where the fear of the Almighty God pervades the land, not hopelessness and despair. According to what I read in Revelation chapter 13, we still have a window to make choices and decisions that will not allow the enemy to implement his plan just yet. Eventually, there will come that last 42 months when the beast will be given permission to rule this earth, but that will be the devil's last three and a half years to do what he will do. We are still headed for very difficult times, and the only way you'll make it is by God's grace, by his Holy Spirit living in you, and that can't happen if you're not in a relationship with his son, Jesus Christ. The only way that happens is when you humble yourself as a little child and repent, turn from your sin and ask him into your life. I leave a link in the description box below that has a simple prayer in it you can pray if you'd like to be born again. Think about it.